So here we are with You Can't See That podcast from Prickly Thistle. And today I have got the wonderful Teresa with me. And Teresa is a weaver. So she works with these incredible looms. I was watching her earlier today with, I think, probably thousands of threads getting them all in place. But she'll tell us all about um what she does which because it's all really interesting it's all very interesting so thanks for coming and sitting to have a chat Teresa and I just first of all how did you end up here did you know Claire beforehand or what's this backstory to arriving at Prickly Thistle well I have no textile background um, or weaving textile background at all Um, it was just purely just being friends with Claire and just coming in now and then just helping out and then sort of just learning the ropes from there doing bit by bit and eventually I've worked my way from starting off warping to then or cone splitting should I say then to banking their creel and then warping and then to onto weaving so my last year I've just sort of done the weaving part so I'm still pretty new to weaving as such but Amazing. Yeah. So see all this warp and weft and banking. <laughs> I don't really I, understand it. I see you do it. it. <laughs> so what is a warp? So the warp is the first process that we do to make the fabric, really. So um, you then have... Claire gives us the design sheets um, and lets us know if the design products... Um, specific design details should I say yeah and then I then cone split for the oh sorry I'm gonna that's okay cough away it's okay we've had uh, um lorries beeping (laughs) horns and everything happening within the podcast it's okay to have a Uh, wee cough I think I need to go and grab my coffee okay okay Yeah, so I get the design sheet from Claire and then I gather all the yarns I need for that design and separate the cones down to specific length of the warp. So say it was a 200 metre beam warp, there's a certain amount of yarn that needs to go on each cone for my creel. So we use the cone split machine for that. So we set that up and then once it's all ready, some designs are smaller than others some can be up to 60 cones some can be up to a full creel i think it takes about 275 or 280 about that anyway to fill if but very rarely we have designs that are big as big as that yeah um thankfully (laughs) yeah (laughs) um it's not far off though um so yes then we start banking your creel to the pacific design chart because each colour can be certain amount of different sizes, a certain amount of cones. Um, and then we thread it up through the hake and then the reed. Um, it can be adjusted to depending on the the design specifics of the design. Yeah. And then it's the warping process then. So that can take up to, again, just depends on how big the warp is itself. Yeah. can take up to five to eight hours something like that right. just depends 
So warping. So yeah. So the warping. Sorry, I might have went off. No, you're fine. No, you're fine. So warping, yeah, is what we call is the warp is actually the the yarn that goes into the loom, and then the shuttles once the it's all set up in the loom, the shuttles then creates the weft. By going goes, the opposite direction. Okay, yeah. so that's the warp and yeah. the weft. They just go in different directions. Yeah. It's quite incredible. When you must have incredible patience. I know <laughs> I wouldn't have the patience <laughs> to get this right. It takes a special kind of person, I think, to do what you do. Especially when you see the yarns in the creel. Sometimes it looks like a spider's web. And if yes. one gets caught, tangled up with another, it was like, oh... It's hard to I can imagine. get it back into the right place. And do you ever have disasters? Today, when I come into the, the mill to speak to you, I nearly walked. Oh, through it. Right into it. <laughs> and I thought, oh, my God, what yeah. would I? I didn't even say anything. Because what would have happened if I fell into yeah. it? I, have you ever had any has... kind of disasters like that Oh, happen? I mean, yeah, I've had disasters since I've started. Yeah. haven't walked through it like that, but there has been a few people that have. Um, nearly done it as well yeah, yeah especially when the fine yarns because it's hard to see it sometimes yeah because especially it was the grey colours so yeah yeah um, you would only do yeah. that once <laughs> yeah <you? laughs> well touch wood luckily the mistakes I have made along the way have only done once and you do learn yeah. from them so yeah well yeah. well that's how we do learn yeah and I, I just absolutely love it I mean there's people here with great experience but there's also a majority of people have come to the the mill and learned the skill. I mean, you know, Claire herself has had no design experience. She yeah. was an accountant. And, you know, rather than going away and training somewhere externally, the, the learning here, I think, yeah. must be incredible. Yeah. Would you oh, agree? No, I mean, it's been a great journey. When I, It's hard to believe that I've been here nearly four years now. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so learning from... The girls and Martin, you know, all the steps have been, uh, yeah. they have been so lucky because it's yeah. been, it has been fun along the way as well. Although we have had tears, but there's been a lot of laughters as well. So. Yeah. But the tears are just when you've done something wrong. But like I see, that's life, isn't it? You that is life. Mistakes. And, and, and we absolutely learn from yeah, them, don't and, we? And luckily, you just sort of, the mistakes when you do make it, it's either good sometimes it can be in the design industry it can work out well and that's just going the way the fabric's going to look yeah or sometimes you just roll with it and work with what it, it turns out to be yeah. sometimes and see what happens yeah unless it's a client one that can be yeah. different <laughs> yeah yeah oh that's great so i mean you're working in a craft and a skill that is centuries old mm. um um, there's been, I don't think there's another mill like Prickly Thistle anywhere. I mean, some of the looms are 100 yeah, years old. Yeah, that's true. How does that feel? Yeah. Oh, I think when you, every time you watch them or they are an amazing, when you see them and you, I mean, we've got used to listening to them more because you have to listen to them while they're weaving because you hear the noises can change and you know that there's something isn't right with it. Um. So yeah. And for for actually, when you see the mechanisms and actually how it works, I think it's just amazing to see that whoever the per you know invented them. Yeah. And it's like like you say how old they are. It's exactly. just amazing. 
It is amazing. Yeah. Oh, I love that, that you listen to them and you you become so familiar oh, that you'll... Yeah, yeah, if something just changes its sound. When, um, when me and Sandy, like, even the likes of today, like when I, was, I wasn't weaving, but I was obviously setting up the warp for my next warp. And uh, you're listening still. Mm-hmm. And then you, as soon as you hear something that's not right, you just you put poke your head up as like, and you look at the loom, and you then you see Sandy doing the same. So the two yeah. of us are like rabbits poking out of our we whole tunnel, yeah. looking as if what's that noise? It's not right. That's amazing, yeah. isn't it? And do you do you feel the history of it? Do you imagine the people that oh, that yeah. used to do yeah. what you are doing? Yeah, and and the, we were just talking about that yesterday. How like we've got four. But Martin said, I'm sure Martin said that he was in a room of 20. Mm-hmm. And you just think, what the noise level oh, of that must have been as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I just love listening, although they are really noisy, but the the, the noise that they make, this not I suppose it's a bit like a clatter. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But they almost sing to you. Yeah. It's, it's it's rhythm. You yeah. can use you can stand rhythmic uh, noise. Absolutely. Can't you? I I mean I'm out in the porch cabin outside, <laughs> but I like when it's quiet, when there's silence, like right now everyone's on their lunch. Yeah. Um I I like to hear. Yeah. Um I I like it when there there's noise and it's rhythm and you can you, yeah. you get on with things. So what did you do prior to this? Uh, oh, I just sort of worked in some office base work and um, sort of shops as well. Done, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I worked for a company that did embroidery and schoolwear. Oh, and lovely. Yeah. So, yeah. So did you ever think you were going to be a weaver? No, no, no. I still find it hard to class myself as a weaver as well because I'm still learning a lot of it. So. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't think I would. When I first started, I was like, oh, there's no way that I could learn that. When Claire says, oh, have a go at the warping. And I was like, oh, it, there's no way I'm going to manage that. But now I just do it off the back of hand. I don't actually think twice about yeah. doing it. Yeah, um, so it's coming. So you are Teresa. You yeah, are a weaver. Yeah. I mean, four years—that's <laughs> an apprenticeship, yeah, isn't that's it? True. Really. So be very proud yeah. of that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you like it when the tours come in and you can mm-hmm. show them around and yeah. you see their expression on your face as well, on their faces of yeah, seeing the looms for the first time is is yeah. is pretty cool too. It's fascinating, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. So what do you think, I mean, I, as far as going back to weaving on traditional looms, but you'll not see a piece of traditional tartan in, in uh, sight. I love that about prickly thistle. And I love the the uh, ethos between zero waste clothes. How do you feel working in such a traditional industry, but, you know, being part of a trailblazing yeah. team yeah it is pretty amazing because it's like we are doing the we are keeping the looms alive but we're also as the word rebelling it up a bit by yeah. doing something a little bit different too um, yeah out of the norm yeah um but yeah when you see the craft when you see the the designs you're it's just amazing when you actually see them in the loom themselves getting woven and the final products it's just it's pretty impressive when you actually see people wear them yeah you're like wow that's something that we made exactly you've been part of that and that must feel amazing absolutely amazing 
Well, Teresa, you incredible weaver. <laughs> no. You be proud and thank you so much for taking your no, time thank you. to come and have a wee chat. It's so nice to be able to speak to you. Thank you, <laughs> darling. Bye. Bye.